everyone. I haven't talked to you guys in a while, but that's okay. I think I just needed a little break, um, some time to focus on uh, work, I guess, myself. Um, these, like, the first three months of the year, January, February, and March, <laughs> in case you didn't know them, <laughs> are generally the hardest months of the year for me. Um, They've just always been difficult. I think it's because I need the sunlight so much. Um, I love the sun. And it's the middle of the school year. Um, like the midpoint of the school year, so every whether you're a student or a teacher, you're getting tired, you're burnt out. Even though you have winter break, winter break is never long enough, no matter who you are. I think there was only like one or two times, one or two years where I was like, okay, I'm done with winter break, I can go back. Like it's never long enough to f- fully recover. <laughs> so you're still like kind of burnt out when you come back. And just the lack of sun and the tiredness and everything, it's just always the hardest part of the year for me. So, but now that I know that and I'm continuing to, continuing to like learn that and be reminded of that, now next year I can plan for these months and plan for them to not be the best, you know, and expect that. And that's okay because we all have different cycles of life, of different cycles in our life. We have yearly cycle, monthly, weekly, daily, different like emotional cycles, different cycles of being interested in certain things, uh, just different phases and cycles of life. And that's just what it is like to be a human being. So, and that's not bad. Just try to learn what yours are so you can adapt to them. Um, Speaking of cycles also, um, I've been thinking a lot about last year at this time because it's coming up to the point of when everything went down in the United States about schools shutting down for COVID, quarantine, stuff happening for the first time when we thought we would just be stuck in for like a month and then it just kept going on and on um and then just seeing where we are now it's it's crazy and that we could not have predicted that um and it's just crazy how fast stuff changes because i remember when everything happened so it happened on Friday the 13th. Everyone was like, okay, like we actually got to do something. And schools were canceling. And then it was a very like, I mean, it was a weird experience for everyone. But it was, I just distinctly remember thinking because the weekend before I had gone to the mall to get hand sanitizer because I wanted hand sanitizer because I was student teaching in a middle school at the time. So whether or not there's a pandemic going on, having hand sanitizer in school is important. So I wanted to get some because I didn't really have any. 
Um, so I went to the mall by where I was student teaching to get um, hand sanitizer. And I got some, and it was fine. Then I was also thinking, oh, I should get a haircut too. Um, but I was like, no, I can wait. But then the, after everything started going down, I was like, stuff is closed. I can't get a haircut. And something that was so, like, I could just do whenever, I just, I literally couldn't do it anymore. So that was, like, what made me realize, I don't know, the first time I realized that, like, things were different. So it's just crazy, crazy. Um, and also a year ago, because a year ago was when I really, was when I started with my new therapist. So everything started changing so much and just thinking back to who I was even just a year ago even just six months ago is so crazy because I am so different now and so much of my life has changed that I never could have guessed ever in a million years maybe in a million years but it's just crazy it's truly truly crazy um yeah it's just it this is just my reminder to you to look back and reflect on things because reflecting is very important because it helps us see how much we have grown and changed positively or maybe negatively and then how we need to recap and like start doing some things again um but the thing that always uh, reminds me is that, like, there, there, other than the pandemic, <laughs> there was nothing really in my life that, like, changed right away. Or, like, one weekend, this happened and everything was completely different. All of my, like, personal life changes have been very, very slow. And day to day, I don't really feel any different. But a, from a year ago, I literally feel completely different. So it's just, just crazy. <laughs> That's all I can say, I guess, is that it's crazy. Um, so just maybe take some time to write about that. Journal about that. Journal about what um, it was like a year ago. Journal about what you think your life will be like in another year. And see how accurate or not accurate you are. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess one thing that I'm thinking of because I'm looking at my matcha latte right now is that I'm like really into matcha right now and I don't really know why. Um, I don't even know why I started drinking it. It's been like a week. I'm acting like it's this huge thing. I just ran out of coffee and I haven't bought more. Um, But then I went to a coffee shop a few days ago and I was like, oh, I should drink matcha. And it just happened because I've had it before, but like I just would drink coffee. But now I'm like into matcha. So that's cool. Um, I think it's actually better for you. It has like nutrient nutrients. It's like a super antioxidants. That's what I'm talking about. Um, And other chemicals. Things (laughs) in it um, that help. It has... What I was reading was that it has less caffeine, but some of the, like, I guess compounds in matcha, um, 
those compounds in addition to the caffeine help make it smoother um, compared to coffee, which I can I can attest to, I think. Um, so I don't know. I'm just into it right now. I've been drinking coffee for so long, so that's why it's so crazy for me to like not go to a co- or go to a coffee shop and not order coffee. But yeah, so I'm just trying it out. So if you haven't had matcha before, um, try it out. And if you have had it before but you didn't like it, try it again, because matcha powder is literally ground up green tea leaves, so it's pretty bitter. Um, so just be expecting that. And adding a bunch of sugar into it kind of defeats the purpose of having it. So just try it. And I generally like like bitter things and vinegar and stuff like that. But just try it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of just going for things and trying things out. So just try it again. Uh, but yeah, so I had matcha. I'm doing this challenge where I'm reading an hour a day, which I have done this weekend, which has been very, very nice. Um, and it's funny because like every day I'm like, oh my God, I just want to read. Why? I just want time to read. Why can't I just read? And yesterday after I read for an hour and I read like in the early afternoon, I would say, um, and then after I read, I was like, well, what do I do now? And I wanted to keep reading, but I was like, well, I don't want to burn out and read four hours in one day and then not for the rest of the week. So I was like, no, you can't read it anymore. But it's interesting. So I read 30 pages, which is at first I was like only 30 pages in an hour. But then I was like, it's more than zero. So I'm happy with it. Um, Another thing that I've been doing is tracking my energy, which has been very interesting because I feel like a lot of times people are like, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time, which might be true, but I think more often people are like, people mean that they don't have energy. So like I was talking to my therapist this morning and I was like, I just don't have time to do all the stuff that I want to do after work because I want to work on my podcast more I want to do more Instagram stuff more learning about psychology my own research and journaling and yoga and meditation and writing and all of this stuff that I'm trying to do um, and create I'm like well I just don't have time for it after school but then I was like well I have time but I don't have energy because after I get home I'm tired and I I because teaching is exhausting (laughs) um so I have these things I want to do but it's just the energy like I could schedule out time for it but that doesn't matter if I'm barely awake to do it you know so anyway a lot of stuff is just happening (laughs) so today I wanted to talk about love. So love is like a very, that is just a very, very broad topic. Um, But I feel like it has been something in my life that I think about constantly. Um, And I've had a lot of like shifting and feelings regarding love, um, I guess in the last year. 
um, and I guess in college. Um, so basically, growing up, um, I did not have a wide concept of what love was. So I basically just thought love was getting married. And then that that's love cuz that's what people talk about. Getting married and uh having a family and then that's when you're loved. Um So yeah. Um that was just my main like concept of love that I had in my head and that's what's in all the movies that's what's in books that's what's in culture just enforcing the fact that you date someone get married have a family and then you're finally like loved and everything um so that was so stuck in my head throughout my life um I knew the idea of like parental love of like friend love animal love meaning like a pet <laughs> i uh i would say i felt love towards my pet and pets and i could understand that um but that but in my head that wasn't really love you know love that was just like <laughs> see Oh, this is what I need to go into. So the 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 feelings I have towards my cat are love, but it's not like love with a capital L. That's how love with a capital L versus just love. So that's what it was in my head. And that's the other thing about the just the linguistics of it that in English we have like one word for love right so you can say you love someone or you can say you're in love with someone i would say those were are the two things in other words like adore or um let's just look up synonyms for love let's see fondness tenderness warmth intimacy attachment endearment devotion adoration i think that's how you say it passion so like those are deep oh affection so those are all words you know but they to me they don't mean the same thing as still love Um I guess I can but okay so yeah so there are some other words but we don't openly use those you know <laughs> at least in my experience of being a human people don't do that they're they're not like well I guess I've heard people say like they adore this whatever um but it's just it's not very common I would say So I feel like that makes it very restrictive. It's very interesting because the word love 
encompasses a lot of things, but in a way it makes it restrictive. At least for me, it made the word very restrictive because I was like, well, if I say I love my friend, that's weird because I'm, I don't want to marry them. I just like having them as my friend, you know? So, and I had, I had a lot of personal issues with feeling like I don't deserve love, um, and that I'm not worthy of love and that nobody will love me and that the one chance I get for love I need to take because it's the only one I'm going to get, um, which was very like intense. So I didn't have a lot of like safety around the concept of love. Um, and it was just sort of scary and it was confusing because in in my body, I could feel that I felt love towards various people or things, but I felt like I couldn't express that. And as we all know, not expressing your emotions is not healthy. So I just had all this love that I wanted to express, but I felt like I couldn't. But then that was so confusing because I, fe- I felt like I was just being told that love is good. You know, love is the best thing in the world. But I felt like I couldn't express it. So I was like, so then what... I have love, but I can't have it at the same time. And I feel like I don't deserve love, but I want to give love away. And it was just this weird mix of love in my head. And it was very stressful. And like, I was, I didn't tell people that I loved them just because I thought they would think I was weird and that they would stop talking to me. Like, um, yeah. So it, a lot of, a lot has changed in that regard, I now tell my friends that I love them um, after a lot of therapy with that and my best friend yelling at me, telling of her telling me that she loves me and me telling her that I love her back. It was very um, intense, but it's exactly what I needed. Um, And I have this one memory of one of the things that I think made it difficult for me was I have this one memory of this one friend of I had in high school. I had a huge crush on her, which was multiple, um, adds multiple layers to this. So she was my best friend and I had a huge crush on her, but I didn't know how to express that. I also just didn't know that I was gay. I know that now. But, so that was a whole big thing. But, so, and we talked all the time because she was my best friend. So, um, and we would text all the time. Uh, and we would stay up late texting and talking about school and everything. And, because that's what I did in high school. Um, and what I would do is I, I still sometimes do this, where I will like text if I'm half asleep. So I would always text her, I love you, when I was half asleep. And at first she was like, fine with it. Like, I love you too. Like, we're buddies. <laughs> buddies who love each other. And then she like got mad at me for saying I love you because she was like when you say I love you so much it like takes away the meaning and that was so confusing to me because I was like I'm literally like giving you love and love is the ultimate thing that we want in life so why are you like getting mad at me for saying this so that definitely like scarred me a bit um because I was vulnerable 
and telling her that I loved her, even though it wasn't the best situation. But then for her to get like mad at me basically for doing that, I was like, well, I guess telling people that you love them is wrong. So that was a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so with that, um, going back to the marriage thing. So I just was like, okay, well, if I obviously wanted love, you know, all humans want and need love. So I was doing whatever I could to feel like I was getting love. So I was focused on marriage. (laughs) Um, so, and I just wanted to get married or well, not necessarily get married. Like, I just wanted to date someone or be with someone so I could feel loved. Not because I necessarily wanted to be with them. I just wanted someone with me so I could feel loved. Because that's the only place I could find love. Um, so, I had this whole thing that I was like, okay, I'm gonna go find uh, a man to marry and then we'll have kids and we'll all be loved and wonderful but uh, that's not how that works (laughs) so throughout high school and college and just doing a lot of thinking and therapy I realized that marriage is like not that simple (laughs) like I think a lot of people think this way that you just get married and that's what you do and I don't want to like insult anyone's feelings on marriage this is just the thoughts that I have had um and how like like in society that's just what you do that's one of the check boxes you go and you get married and but I don't think that's for everyone and that's not bad um But, like, you don't have to get married. It just feels like you have to get married because that's one of the things you do in life. But I don't think that is, like, an accurate... I think that's limiting. (laughs) Because I don't think everyone should be married. That doesn't mean I think people should be alone or not date people. But, yeah, so I was just stuck in this belief that I need to get married and that's the only way I'm going to be happy. But as I had, uh, like I said, as I was thinking about marriage, seeing various marriages in my life, good ones and bad ones, I just started to think, like, is this, is this how it's supposed to be? Because it doesn't feel like this is how it's supposed to be. So... I just started thinking about it and realizing, like, well, why do people get married? And what is people's motivation between, or before, motivation for getting married? And then, just thinking about that, it made me think about other types of love. And one huge thing that happened, well, that helped me through this was my best friend, because she always told me that she... She, she, I mean, she still does. She tells me that she loves me. I tell her that I love her. And we mean it genuinely. I don't think we're going to get married. But um, we still say I love you to each other. And just having that 
person that I could express it to and that she was accepting of it and that I was accepting of her love, just the mutual acceptance of our each other's love was so like conceptually like mind blowing to me because I was like, but I'm not going to marry her, but I, I love her. And then it's like, yeah. (laughs) And like, just my relationship with her is like very, very good because it's just very healthy and everything. And I'm so, so, so thankful for it. But just her being so open about loving me was like one of the best things that's ever happened to me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so with that... And then being like, oh, so you can have friend love too. (laughs) Like, this is great. And you can have just different types of love. The idea of different types of love. So I was thinking about this. And then, you know, there's like parental love, familial love, love of things. (laughs) And then, but see, the thing is, is I feel like you can have different types of love within the same person. So then I started looking up different types of love. And then I found that there's eight, um, going back to the word thing, for in Greek, there's eight different types of love. So I'm going to go through this to just, just go through the different concepts and try to tell you guys what I'm feeling about the different types of love. So there's like romantic passionate love eros this is in greek so i'm not gonna pronounce it correctly probably but okay so there's that then there's philia affectionate love which is like friendship friendship love then there's i want to say agape but i don't think it's that a-g-a-p-e which is selfless or universal love, which is, I'm reading this directly from this website, such as the love for strangers, nature, or God, or like, yeah, the universe, just a general sense of love. Empathy, empathy is a um, word. My laptop is cold. (laughs) Sorry. My brain. Storge. S-T-O-R-G-E, which is familiar love, which is like family love, parents and children, or like on a team, it's saying like allegiance to the same team. So just like a group of people that are associated with each other. Mania, which is obsessive love. Um, Ludus, which is playful love. Pragma, which is enduring love. Philutia, which is self-love. So all of these different types of love, see, like, they all, it's because, (laughs) it's interesting because, you know, language is very interesting. And the Greek word is one word. And it translates to English, but it's just a adjective. Or is it a? whatever, before the word love. So it's all different types of love, but it's the terminology that we use. And our brains process things linguistically. So the words we use 
are very, very important. So that's why I think this is such a big issue and that why and that is why we should start using words, different words for love. So anyway, um love. So marriage. So I was like started to go away from the fact that, oh, maybe I don't want to get married. And I also think it was very damaging for me to like see so much stuff with a man and a woman getting married and that being the ideal. Because uh, as I have recently discovered, as I mentioned earlier, I'm gay. So seeing that, even though I didn't, I, the idea of me being gay was not at the forefront of my thinking, I still like felt it. So seeing all of these images of a man and a woman getting married and that's what you do was like subconsciously telling me this is what you do, you know? Um, but yeah, so, and I think one of, so my brain, um, yeah, so just thinking about the marriage, seeing different different types of marriages and relationships in my life just made me think, why do people get married? And is this what I want? <laughs> um, so, just that my ex- exposure to different things and thinking about it was helped change this. Um, and then also love towards myself. Oh, so I was I was speaking with my therapist um, a few days ago, and we were talking about love because we need more love in the world. Um, and I say that jokingly, but it's true. Um, and we came up well. Actions either come from a place of fear or a place of love. And before, everything I was doing was from a place of fear, which just, like, attracted more feelings of fear and was not, like, stable. Um, Because we... Humans want to survive. So we act out of fear of death sometimes. Um, But it... So things acted out from a place of fear may not be the best way to act upon something. But if you act on something out of a place of love, um, it can be different. So let's say I had a person who I wanted to send a video to, like because I think that they would benefit from seeing the content in the video whatever content it might be if I was like oh I don't want them to like do something or I'm scared that they're gonna do something so I'm gonna send this to them um as like a passive aggressive way to show them that they need to change that's like more out of fear and it's not a like I'm trying to I don't know why I can't think about this um Like, just acting out of the place of fear of something bad happening just 
has it in a bad energy. It just has a bad vibe to it, a bad energy. And it it's not an action taking from the taken from the proper place. But then if I send the video to that person and being like I care about this person's existence. So I want to share this video with them because I feel like it will help them exist as a better human being. That is rooted in love and that has a much better intention to it. The person might receive it better and it just has the right intention behind it. So a lot of actions that I had, I had in my past were rooted in the fear of the lack of love. So I was scared that I didn't deserve love, that I was never going to get love, and that I didn't love myself, and I wasn't worthy of love, and I was so scared of not having love that I couldn't, I was literally blind to it. Oh, I forgot about this. I was like literally blind to it. Like in college, I thought nobody liked me. Like, I thought everyone thought I was the weirdo that was at school all the time, that worked all the time, who was, like, loud, had a weird laugh, just made weird jokes, and I thought nobody liked me, which is not true. (laughs) Many people liked me in college, but I literally could not see it because I was so scared of not being loved that my mind was, like, blocking it out. So... Once I started to realize, like, oh, maybe I am not, like, this crazy person that I think I am, slowly I started being able to see it, and it was amazing. You know, surprise, Melissa, not everyone hates you. (laughs) Um, So rooting with that self-love thing is important. Another thing I want to... Because people say, like... um, People say you can't love someone fully until you love yourself. But that sounds, I don't like the sound of that. Because then it's like, well, you're not worthy of love until you do the work and figure it out for yourself first. But that's very um, deserting feeling. Like that. Like when, when I heard that phrase before, I was like, well, I don't, but I don't know how to love myself. And I don't know how to figure it out. But my best friend, like I talked about, she helped me figure it out. I don't think I could have figured it out at least this fast if I didn't have her telling me that she loved me and then me able to love her. So um, I think so like and people are like, well, you can't be in a relationship if you don't love yourself. But I don't think that's true because being in relationships can and should be healing for you. Like, you should be able to work together to make each other better people. Like, I keep talking about my best friend, <laughs> but we, we work together to help each other become better. And that is... Like, we have talked about this before. We would not be the people that we are today if we didn't, like, have each other. Um, And I think we both do and have struggled with issues of self-love, as does everyone on this planet. 
but we can work it out in the safe, vulnerable space of our relationship. So I think that's very healthy. Another thing that I want to talk about, still relating to marriage and love, is that another limiting, a limiting belief about marriage is that you get married to whoever you get married to, and then your partner is like, they're they're your everything, you know, they're they help you with everything, you live with them. And whatever, you're your partners and you do everything together and you two are the only people you need for each other. But that's very limiting because trying to get all your emotional needs met by one person is impossible. Um, Maybe it's possible for like a short period of time, but definitely not sustainable. So um, it's, it's just limiting to be like, well... You're my wife, so I'm the only one that you're going to hang out with, and you're the only one, or, yeah, I'm the only one that you're going to hang out with, and you're the only one that I'm going to hang out with. That's just, it's limiting and not healthy, but I feel like that's the, like, stigma and belief, um, at least in the things I've seen. Um, And of course, if it's your marriage, it's a priority, but it doesn't mean it's your entire life, I say, as an unmarried woman, but... I still think my opinion is valid on this topic. Um, so, from personal experience, I recently, this, the way I'm going to say this sounds funny, but I recently acquired a girlfriend. <laughs> um, and one thing that scared me about that was, well, if I have a girlfriend, then that means I can't... Um, have my best friend anymore but that's it's that's not that's not true because my best friend means so much to me but my girlfriend means so much to me as well so just the few days that it took me to realize that I could have these two very very important people in my life at the same time was like again like mind-blowing for me because my whole life I've been like oh well you get married and then that's your person but that's not you can have more than one person that you are very close to I am actually going to do this after I think um there's one thing one exercise that my therapist has told me to do a few times where you make your circles you make your inner circles your relationships so you you make a few circles just like a small circle and then a bigger circle and then an even bigger circle and then in that circle you write like how close you are to the people i'm not explaining it well like you you put yourself in the middle and then You know, when people say your inner circle, it's like your closest group of friends, right? So in the smallest circle, you put the people and then you put all the other people that you think about. And it's just an exercise to see what state your relationships are in with other people. And so it's very powerful to me that I can have these two people in a similar place in my life. And I still have full, loving relationships with both of them. And it's just very exciting to me. Um, 
that I can have that and that I get to have that. And I'm so thankful for all of that. Um, so I like the circle thing with this. So try that out. And I think I'm going to redo mine. Um, and it's interesting to see how they change over time because they change without you realizing it. And then you go to do it again and you're like, oh, I forgot about this person. Oh, or, oh, I didn't even realize this person was not on my circles before, but now they're in my very close circle. So it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, so... Those are the main things I want to say about love. Because love increasingly is it an important love is an increasingly important thing in my life. And just learning more about it, which sounds weird, but just learning more about love, experiencing love every day is one of the healthiest things I've ever done. So I mean, it did start with, like, me working on myself, but I continue to grow because of the relationships I have in my life that make me love myself more and love the people around me more. Like, like the thing about my best friend and my girlfriend, I thought I was going to have to, like, split my love between them <laughs> because I love them both very much, but I thought I was going to have to split it. But it's funny because I feel like I love both of them more now because I can have both of them at the same time. It's, it's amazing. I don't even have words to describe that. But it's amazing. <laughs> and it's so great. Um, and I don't want to just talk about that forever. But just think about love in your life and just just think about it (laughs) is it is it really like fulfilling does it feel limiting at all are there different types of love that you want are there different types of love that you don't want and do you feel like you can accept love right now because another thing is that I just wasn't my walls were so not open to receiving love. So I started working on opening those. And that just allowed love. It was, it's very difficult. I'm speaking as if this is like the easiest thing in the world. It's very difficult. And I'm very lucky to have so many supportive people in my life to help me through this. But it's still difficult one thing to emphasize therapy is difficult working on your personal stuff is hard and it hurts it will and it's supposed to it doesn't make it easier but it will hurt but that's okay it's supposed to hurt and I still struggle being like I don't want to feel shitty but I need to in order to feel better so Just think, just a lot of stuff to think about. I think in this, think about love in your life, different types of love, the way you describe love, talk about love, limiting beliefs of love. What's the opposite of limiting? 
unlimited beliefs of love and how I feel like people are taught (laughs) think about love as this like limited thing I guess that you can only give to certain people but you really it's not you need love should be given to everyone unlimited what's the word unconditional love unconditional love to everyone and but that's hard and it takes work but it's very much worth it so i highly suggest um so sorry if you hurt my neck (laughs) go to the chiropractor guys if you haven't gone to the chiropractor this is your sign to go to the chiropractor okay but yeah so i think i have exhausted this topic um for right now (laughs) i make myself laugh so much um so do your yoga meditate journal tell someone you love them today even if it's your friend just tell someone that you love them because another thing that i struggled with and that I, mm, I don't think I struggle with it as much now, but like literally the act of out loud saying, I love you. No, I could not do that before. Now I can't, well, it's still a little difficult sometimes, but just literally the, even typing it sometimes, like just the act of saying, I love you is scary. And it takes practice, which is weird to say that like love takes practice, but it does. Everything takes practice. So practice saying I love you today to other people and to yourself. Do yoga with Yoga with Adrian. <laughs> I will never stop promoting her. <laughs> she is the best. Um, today she posted a new video and it was 45 minutes long and I was like... I really don't want to do 45 minutes of yoga right now, but I like missed her so much that I was like, I'm going to do it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I was like, I got to do it because I just missed her. Her energy and her voice is so comforting and she's like an angel. Like she literally is an angel. <laughs> not sponsored i (laughs) oh my god i just love her so much so if you have not watched her videos you should because she's amazing um and i'm about to order a sweatshirt from her because i love her anyway um what what does she say she says she says move like you love yourself and I just have internalized that so greatly. Um, And yeah, just, I just love her so much. (laughs) I'm on this other thing. And she just has so much, she just shares so much love with the world, and I'm so thankful for her existence. Um, But. Yeah, so do yoga, journal, write a love letter to yourself. That's what I've been doing. I've been writing love letters and it's it's so I don't know why, but it's it's amazing to just express that. So write a love letter to yourself. 
write a love letter to your matcha latte write a love letter to your water bottle <laughs> write a love letter to your um noodles <laughs> i don't know um but yeah so i guess a few things before i go if you're not following me on instagram make sure you are following me on instagram there's two places you can follow me you can follow me at the melissa mumbles dot pod instagram or my like my instagram melissa noel anderson um and i will i post stuff there of course um if you're listening to this on the week that it's posted um i'm doing a one hour a day reading challenge so i'm posting about that on my stories this week and i think i'm gonna do some like more challenges or like journaling challenges reading challenges yoga challenges just some stuff to like help you guys do it and also me because i'm (laughs) i mean i'm doing this challenge for me because i want to get back into reading but if you guys can do it as well that'd be great but anyway so follow me there and then you can message me and then ask me if you need to talk to somebody you can talk to me um yeah so thank you so much for listening wherever you're listening if you're listening share it on a spot or instagram or twitter or facebook i don't i don't know what people use i like only use instagram but yeah so i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you thought about things a little bit i just i enjoy thinking so i want other people to think too um so yeah i hope you had some good thoughts i hope you have some stuff to write about now and then i hope you do some heart chakra yoga to help process all this (laughs) but i will talk to you guys later and i hope you have a great rest of your day